Okay, that means audio's on. So in theory, the millions of Twitch Ooh. viewers will be listening in now. Uh, okay, I'm going to do the camera just because show, just because we're here. Hello. Hi. So okay, cool. I'll turn that off. No one wants to see me. Um, okay, so we are producing a series of short. Uh, podcast, which we are also live streaming on Twitch, looking at all the final major projects from the BA Game Design and Art course at Winchester School of Art. So I'm talking to all the students about their projects. Some of them are working teams, some of them are working on their own, which is fine. It's a lot of work. Uh, and one of those people that's working on their own is Venny. So Venny, can you tell us a bit about yourself and what game you are currently making? So uh, I am a uh, final year student on the Games Design and Art course here at Winchester School of Art. Um, and currently I'm designing and developing Altered Conduct, which is an environmental puzzle solving game with awesome superpowers. Okay, an, envir okay, an environmental puzzle solving game with some awesome superpowers. So obviously people can go to winchester.games to see a snippet of all of the projects and we'll talk through some of your links as we go through. But tell us a bit more about the game because... What does that mean? What's an awesome superpower <laughs> game? How do we play it? Is it a board game, a card game? Is it a video game? What is it? So, Altered Conduct is a uh, 3D low-poly game. Uh, it's uh, very highly stylized. You can expect a lot of um, kind of geometric uh, assets uh, that will look very clean-cut. Uh, and uh, we have our protagonist, Zeta, who lives in a uh, futuristic world uh, some, sometime around the late 21st century, uh, where humanity has developed the so-called alteration implant. Now, an alteration implant gives each user one unique ability, but Zeta is really clever and she's managed to figure out how to use more than one ability. So the type of things you would see in this universe are um, things like telekinesis, control over electricity. Some people even have control over time. Ooh. <laughs> um, and Zeta is the only person who has managed to figure out how to use more than one ability, which consequently has gotten her into quite a bit of trouble. <laughs> because most people don't really want this uh, mystery to be solved. Um, and uh, you will be solving um, a variety of environmental puzzles in your efforts to um, discover who is coming after you, who uh, is the person trying to um, kind of sabotage you and trying to uh, ruin your research. Um, and uh, in order to basically maneuver through this situation, you will have to kind of figure out creative ways to use your powers. Okay, so would it be fair to say that it's a 3D puzzle game? Um, I mean, that makes it sound pretty straightforward. So what, what are the other bits? Obviously, there's this whole story behind it, but it's a 3D <laughs> puzzle game, but it involves strategy and chance. There's quite a lot of other elements, yes? There are a lot. There is a lot to it. Um, so uh, it is very much a uh, 3D um, puzzle-solving game in terms of you have to maneuver through an environment and find different elements in that environment you will use to complete your objective. So in that sense, yes, it is absolutely a uh, 3D puzzle-solving game. However, it also has elements of adventure and elements of um, this narrative that you are going through. Uh, what's more is that... Um, the way Zeta actually uses more than one ability is she has managed to uh, infuse a set of dice with these additional abilities that we've talked about. 
and uh, that's where the element of chance comes into this game. So um, <clears throat> the levels are designed in such a way that no matter how Zida tosses her dice, and no matter what abilities she gets through those dice, she will be able to solve the puzzle. And that's what makes this game unique, and the fact that you can actually use multiple abilities, but you don't always have access to each of those abilities. Nonetheless, however, you will be able to solve the level regardless of what you roll. Okay, interesting. So, let's rewind a little bit, <laughs> because obviously you got quite, we're quite a way through in the middle of semester two, um, and it's quite a developed game at this point with lots of options and it sounds like it's going to be really exciting to play. But how did you get here? What's the kind of research avenues that you took to come up with this idea? Um, well, originally I looked at a, a lot of different um, kind of research options, but the main field I was looking at was mathematics. I was looking at um, different mathematical principles, I was looking at uh, things like the platonic solids, like um, various 3D shapes, 2D shapes, and I was also looking at chance and probability, which I found really, really exciting. Um, you know, the fact that there were different formulas and equations that you could use to actually um, predict the chances of something happening. And I just found that fascinating because usually people don't think chance is something that can be controlled and they don't think it's something that you can really account for. Whereas actually, through the use of math, there are a bunch of different ways you can determine what's more most likely to happen and what what's kind of the safest bet. Good. Okay. So, so underlying is this idea of chance, but through uh, using mathematics, you can under you can have some idea of how that chance will play out. Is that right? Yes. Exactly. Okay. And um, you know, the whole point, sort of, of altered conduct as well, was that. Um, she's going to be tossing these dice and she's going to be uh, getting abilities um, that she doesn't always have control over which ability she's going to um, roll. But nonetheless, the player will be able to solve the level. And that kind of, to me, relates to um, essentially life in a sense, because, you know, no matter what hand life deals you, you know, you have to believe that you can figure things out, that you can actually come up with a solution from any situation and hopefully that will come across in the gameplay of Altered Conduct. We are still in the development and testing stages which is going quite well. Yeah good okay so let's talk a little bit about who the game is aimed at and maybe some of the testing you've done so who do you think is going to want to play this game? Well um, it's quite a wide audience uh, our kind of bare the minimum is definitely 12 year olds because this game has no instances of violence, It's um, there's no graphic depictions of it in any case, uh, so in terms of ratings we are definitely covering the uh, 12 plus option, sure. um, but it would be primarily aimed at a uh, relatively, um, I suppose, a young-ish audience, maybe um, teenagers uh, all the way up to mid-twenties, and really anybody that's interested in uh, environmental puzzle solving. Good, okay, and so how has the testing been going so far? 
Well, thus far I have had um, a series of uh, prototypes for the different abilities, uh, let's say uh, for the controlling of electricity ability. Um, I've also done a paper prototype as well. The paper prototype went really, really well. Um, the mechanics as they are translate quite well to a board game, but not well enough to <laughs> make the whole thing a board game. Um, and uh, digitally, uh, a lot of the mechanics have actually been implemented into Unity, and they work quite well. Uh, and for testing, um, one of the abilities has been very, very clear, and pretty much everybody understood what they needed to do, whereas the other one needs a little bit of tweaking visually rather than functionally, if that makes sense. Yeah, good. Okay, so obviously if people want to come and try out the test version of this game, we've got an event on Monday afternoon at Winter School of Art on the 25th. Fifth, I think that's the Monday. Twenty fifth. Uh, yeah. So, is your is people going to be able to play your game on that afternoon, or the version of it as it currently stands? Definitely, a, ver a version of the game will definitely be available. <laughs> yeah, good. And you're building it in Unity. Yes. Um, so, how's that going? Is that it's straightforward, or what are the issues you're encountering? Well, it's been a journey. Certainly, it's it's gone just through so many uh, different iterations. Um, the bug fixing has been quite easy to do for the most part, basically, because um, I have a lot of help from uh, James, who is our um, tech savvy tutor uh, as well. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just been kind of the smoother part of the process. Really ironing out the design has been more challenging because I found that once you know what it is you need to do in Unity, things are a little easier from that point onward. Um, I had a, a bit of a problem figuring out a, uh, in an earlier version of the game, figuring out how to visualize the range of each of the abilities, um, which was rather challenging, and I ended up putting a, um, basically a really flattened cylinder over the top of the character that would visually indicate where you are meant to click and where you cannot click anymore to use that ability. So uh, that was a bit of a creative solution. Um, yeah, good. I mean, I always like a little <laughs> a hack that kind of gets it. But obviously, so what yes. you're saying really is that Unity is pretty straightforward in terms yeah. of once you know what you want to do. But what you're finding is that in the user testing that you're getting more information in terms of like how you display things and how you present the gameplay. So bug testing is pretty straightforward. Absolutely. It's so user testing that's, that, that's crucial. So getting people to come and play it is going to be important. Absolutely, So yes. if people want to keep up with your work, there's you've got an Instagram, which is now, how are we pronouncing this Instagram? Uh, it's Valzora. Valzora. So that's V-A-L-Z-O-R-R-A. So that's Instagram.com forward slash Valzora, so people can see images and things from the project there, and then you've got the same for Twitter. Absolutely the same yeah. for Twitter. And then, obviously the dev blog is probably the place for people to keep up with things the most at this point, is that right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Valzora.com is uh, my website where basically all of my work can be found, not only for this project, but for a series of other side projects I have been doing along the way. Great. So there's a lot of stuff on there, obviously, in terms of development work, and like you say, some of your other projects, which is great, and we can see some of your pro earlier proposals, some of the sketches, and those kind of things. So I think that's quite exciting for people to keep an eye on. Okay, so uh, in terms of the game, is there anything else you haven't explained that you wanted to talk about? 
Well, there's just there's just so much to it, really. Um, I guess to me, it's just really important to try and create something that will leave an impression on people. To to try and create something that will be, you know, that will cover all kind of aspects of games design. Something that will have a good story. Something that will have great visuals and will also have really good gameplay. Because to me you know, a game should try to encompass all of those things if it can, you know, and I, um, that's what I've been trying to do with Altered Conduct, just to create a really strong story, a strong visual style, and strong gameplay, yeah, all in I, the same package. Yeah, and I think those things are coming together, and the fact that you are working on your own to try and do that <laughs> is a big challenge, as we know, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, to tackle all of those things together, particularly in such a short space of time. Obviously, if people want to come and play test on Monday or throughout the rest of the semester, There'll be various activities at the School of Art. Um, so if you're in Winchester in England, then you feel free to come along. Um, but if you want to see the finished product, so hopefully the completed altered conduct, uh, <laughs> then you need to come to either the Winchester show, which is on the 13th to the 21st of June. So that's at Winchester School of Art. And it's a showcase of all the final students from across our programs in graphic arts, fine art, fashion and textile design, fashion marketing management and of course games design and art and we'll be together in the rotunda and then we've got a follow-up show which is just games in London in Hoxton Arches between the 2nd and the 4th of July and at both of those events you can come not only play the games but you'll be able to talk to people like Venny and the game makers to see what they've been doing and to see the challenges they may hopefully yes. overcome <laughs> and some of the things that um, they've been working on not just the game but also their thinking, their sketchbooks, the thought processes behind uh, each of those and if you want to see something from all of the projects then you can follow the hashtag checkpoint saved on mainly Instagram but it's on Twitter as well and that's pictures from across all of the student projects and things that we're sort of doing in the studio so yeah that's it really all right so thanks for your time awesome.